Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 313 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty, style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about all things refund and refund policy related. This is actually very interesting, despite that pretty boring title. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, gimme that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two. What up, my podcast people? Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Today, we're talking about refunds and refund policies. Uh, My girl, maybe I'll keep her anonymous. Uh, One of you fine folks asked me a question in the DMs about Uh, refunds and refund policies. And I was like, you know what, I should do an episode about this. Uh, I will say thank you to all of you. Uh, The past few episodes, and maybe I've said this a few times, and I'm going to keep saying it. uh, The past few episodes uh, have been really been resonating with you folks. And, you know, thank you for reaching out and letting me know it is hugely one sided. I say this, and it's becoming far less one sided uh, in the, you know, immediacy in the, in the present moment, as I'm recording this, it's one-sided because I'm literally just looking at the computer screen, watching the little waves on the screen as I talk. Uh, but it's becoming far less one-sided. You folks reach out, you email, you DM, you text. Awesome. You folks learned I do respond. 310-737-2345. Uh, and I should say, no, that's not, it's, it's, I don't have a droid. Uh, that is a business number, so that is why if you text me, it's green. Because you all know I do not have a droid. I have an iPhone, but because of the app that I use for that business number, that's why it comes up green, just FYI. Uh, but yeah, you reach out to me, and it's it's not super, it's not as one-sided, and I love that. So thank you. So let's hop into this episode talking about refunds and refund policies. So where do I want to start with this? Number one, right off the bat, someone asked for a refund, just fucking give it to him. Like, it's literally like not worth it to go back. Or I, I may all say what I do. I give it to him. I, I, I've literally had this happen so few of times. And I may I'll go into the specifics um, about what I did in, in one of the instances. But it happens very rarely to me. Uh, And so that's actually what I want to spend the majority of the episode talking about is how to avoid having people ask for refunds. Maybe I should have titled it that. Uh, Maybe I'll go back and title it that. We'll see. Uh, But I will talk to you about refunds, talk to you about refund policies, and basically how to prevent people from asking for refunds. Um, But the big thing, number one, is that people ask, like, just do it. Just give them the refund. It's literally not worth the hassle to go back and forth. You know, it's not worth, you know, having some stank ass person out there, like just holding a grudge about shit. Uh, so 
I, I know that other people in, you know, in my circle would agree. Just like give them the refund. It's, it's not worth it. Uh, that in mind, uh, you know, and Courtney, if you could link the episodes, uh, you know, that we did with, with Sandy, that would be awesome. Um, make sure that you're in a good situation financially with your business. Like don't spend money you don't have. Don't spend money uh, that you shouldn't be spending. Uh, make sure that you have reserves on hand. I think, you know, COVID taught people this, like you got to have money and savings so that if you couldn't work for a reason, you'd be okay, you know, at least six months uh, longer would be better, but at least six months. And so uh, I personally use that profit first, profit first system. I haven't read the book, so I cannot recommend the book. Um, I just implemented the system. I told you after I've told this before, rather after going to one of Danny Matei's masterminds. Uh, And it's basically you have different accounts uh, and you divide your income into those different accounts. You transfer your your income to those different accounts. uh, And then you always are able to see like, how much do I have in my business account? How much do I have in my personal, you know, uh, my owner's pay account? How much do I have in the savings account? How much do I have in the tax account? Uh, how much do I have in a just in case account? You get to choose what the accounts are that you want. How many, how much do I have in my profit account? You get to choose what those accounts are, but uh, you should be on top of that. And this way, if you have to do a refund, you know that you can cover that. If you can't handle, you know, give someone the refund, your margins are way too tight. And I'd love to to see you reach out to, to someone that can help you out. Okay. So give the refund, make sure your shit's in order and in alignment so that you can. As it relates to actual refund policies, I'm not a lawyer or anything like that. So my recommendation is to go to a lawyer and make sure you have a refund policy. Like, have it in writing. I, uh, you know, you can look on, you know, those uh, all those websites out there. There are websites out there, I should say, that are. I don't know. I want to say there are lawyer websites. That sounds so sketchy, uh, but there are websites out there where you can get templates for things uh, and include those refund policies, or you can just work with a lawyer at least once, and then you can copy and paste that thing for other services or other goods that you have. Uh, I think this is especially important for those of you with brick and mortar businesses. And if you have some sort of packages that you give, um, I'm not sure of the, I'm not fully sure of all of the legality surrounding this, especially with packages and um, expiring. And I feel like in certain states, it's different. I'm just thinking about discussions I've had with my girl, Kiana. Um, she is like, if you are a, if you listen to this are a massage therapist, um, Kiana is who you want if you are a massage therapist looking to run a business, grow your business, uh, Kiana is who you want in your corner. Uh, you can check her out on Instagram. I literally have my phone in my hand right now looking up her uh, Instagram. And it is Kiana.sf. So that's Q-I-A-N-A dot S-F. Uh, Courtney, if you could link that, thank you. Uh, yeah, but if you... Massage therapist looking to blow up your business. She's who you want in your corner. But I know she has mentioned this to me about before, and we had discussion uh, something about packages and, and explorations and whether you can or can't do that. I, I'm not sure fully. Again, I don't have brick and mortar; it's not my thing. But make sure that if that is your thing, speak with the appropriate authorities, legal sources, uh, and definitely have some sort of refund policy in place the same thing goes for the online space uh, but like i said earlier you can likely get that done one time pay for that one time and then put it in place and just copy and paste for your other online online services products things like that right, but just make sure that you 
have one. As it relates to the actual refund, right? So we talked about the refund policy, have one, go online, make sure it's appropriate for your state, make sure it's appropriate whether you're brick and mortar um, or an online business. As for the extra refund, circling back to the original conversation, original part of this podcast, rather, the original part of this episode, give the refund. But there are ways, I believe, or things you can do to decrease the likelihood that someone is going to ask for a refund. So number one, let's take it all the way to the sales page. I personally do not put a money back guarantee on my sales page. If you want to, that's fine. I do not. And the reason that I do not is because I want people in this who are fully ready. I almost said fully committed, and I'm not sure that's even the right word. I want people that are ready for this. I don't want people buying this thing, attending this thing, whatever, signing up for this thing who are super unsure. And the only reason that they're signing up or the thing that like kind of puts it over the edge is that they're like, oh, well, you know, if I don't like it, I can get my money back. I don't want that person. This is not a reflection of my confidence or my ability to deliver on the product because I know with full certainty I will deliver the shit out of whatever it is. That's what I do. And if you're listening to this, I something tells me that you are the same way because you are my people and this is what we do, right? People like us do things like this. I am fully confident I will deliver. I will over deliver on this thing. So it's not a reflection of that when I don't put, I don't want to put this money back guarantee. It's that I don't want to deal with people who might be like, but well, I had a bad day and then something happened and now I want my money back. Nope, not for me. I don't want to deal with you. So I'm not even going to put it on there. Will I give people refunds? Yes. Have I done it? Absolutely. And that's a beautiful thing about living today. Uh, pay gates like Stripe, PayPal, they actually make it very easy to give people refunds and reverse transactions. I had to do it um, during COVID actually because I had scheduled my Moving with the Maestro course. And then I had to cancel that course, my New York course. And so I was able to do that. Of note, I believe you have like a six-month window on PayPal stuff. So you can still refund them, but you'll have to just pay them. You, don't get, you can't just click the refund button on there, at least with the things that I was doing. So keep that in mind. Uh, but Stripe, PayPal, they make it super easy. Stripe is definitely my pay gate of choice. It's just super streamlined, super easy. Um, I've done it before where just... Sometimes I've, had, I've given refunds because people didn't use coupon codes. And I was like, please use this. I want you to use this. Um, or, you know, I, I told them, like, I told you I would give you this thing for free. Uh, and I've refunded it for that. And so I know that you can do that. Uh, and it works out quite easily. So we talked about having the policy. And then now in terms of the refund itself and how to, you know, decrease the likelihood that someone's going to ask for it, get better customers. All right. Yes, number one, make sure that you deliver on your service. But I think that goes without saying. If you're listening to this, I know that you're good at what you do and you care about what you do and you're going to over-deliver on whatever it is that you do. But when it comes to, uh, you know, not having to, not getting into that situation in the first place, I do believe that, that starts with the sales page and how you are communicating uh, the entirety of everything, how you're presenting things, how you're selling. So number one, I do not put money back guarantees on there. If you want to, you can. And like I just said, the reason I don't is because I want people that are fully ready for whatever it is that I am delivering. They're not even thinking about, oh, you know, oh, if I don't do this, I'm going to, you know, 
I can, at least I can get my money back. I want people that are like, they're not even going to think about that because they're like, I'm going to sign up and I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to take responsibility for my actions. I will have it within the terms of service, like that there are no refunds or there are refunds, whatever the thing is, right? Because again, that goes back to the refund policy. You decide what it's going to be. But I'm not even going to put that onto, um, onto the page. If then, you know, people reach out and they have extenuating circumstances, um, I think I had one time where, you know, for my intensive, the intensive hadn't even started. And this person was just like, I'm not even going to be able to attend. Like, I got a job and it came up. Can I get a refund? Absolutely. Right. I'm not here to, it's $400, first of all, which I get can be a lot of money for some people. But to me, in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, fine. I'd rather them take it back, have a phenomenal experience with me. I know that they will come back later. Second chance sales are very real. Uh, actually, this made me think of it. I, to this morning, actually, I had a phenomenal encounter with the customer service from Manhattan Beach e-bikes. So my brother is currently visiting. My brother, one of I have two brothers. The oldest, the older of the two, still younger than me, but the older of the two, is here. And uh, I was going to take him bike riding. We we're going to go ride e-bikes up to Venice, but Mother Nature had different uh, different plan for us and. When he woke up, it was raining, which is super uncharacteristic for July in the South Bay, uh, but it was raining. And so I booked the bikes last night and I went and saw their like refund policy and, it, and their cancellation policy and said, like, you can cancel up to 24 hours in advance. And I was like, well, I made the reservation less than 24 hours in advance. And so I wrote them an email and I was just like, hey... Uh, I'm going to call it 10. I wrote them an email at like 7 in the morning because they didn't open, but they don't open until 10. So I wrote them an email. Uh, I know that you're not, you know, I, I will call it 10, but I booked this yesterday. I'm wondering if it's possible if I could get a refund because I, I couldn't find the refund policy anywhere. I'm wondering if it's possible if I can get a refund. Uh, I totally planned on riding. My brother is, you know, totally planned on riding up to Venice. My brother's here. Uh, he flew in from Philly, but obviously the weather is, it's raining and we can't be riding bikes. I um, just wanted to know what your policy is and if you could help me out. They actually called me. I was planning on calling at 10. They called me. Someone came before, right before the shop opened. They called me and they were like, absolutely. First of all, the dude, his name is Nico. He sounded like a total SoCal dude. He was like, so he actually, the name that I have on the, the formal stuff is Carmen. So you don't know, my first name is Carmen. So anything that's like government or official, that's the name that goes on there. And he's like, is this Carmen? Cool. So I just calling him, is Nico calling about your email? I can totally help you out. Like this weather, this wasn't supposed to happen. He was so chill. And uh, he was like, I can give you a refund. I can give you a credit, like just whatever you want. And I was like, this is freaking phenomenal. You better believe when... I'm going to rent a bike. I'm going there. I didn't, they didn't get the sale this time, but they will get it next time. And I'm going to, and they also got marketing out of it, advertising out of it, because I'm telling you folks about them. I went onto my stories on Instagram and talked about them, all because good customer service and how they deal with, how they dealt with refunds. Like I said, the first thing I said in this episode, just give the refund, give the refund. And don't leave with these, you know, I'm not saying that the customer is always right, but your time is valuable. Who needs the headache? Okay, so let's go through the the points again. Number one, make sure that you do have a refund policy. Go online, uh, you know, use one of the the, the law sites. Uh, you know, 
reach out to a lawyer. I use hashtag legal for everything. Uh, Jamie is my lawyer. She's awesome. Uh, get that refund policy. Have something in place. Have something in writing. Uh, make sure that your finances are in order so that you can very easily give this refund. And you're not going to be like, well, I actually can't afford to give this refund. In order to not have people ask about refunds, number one, we know over deliver. Be the best at what you do. Be kind. Be you know a decent freaking human being. But number one, really get those results for people. They're not going to ask for a refund. Number two, I personally do not put money back guarantees on my sales page. I'm not looking to bring people in who aren't ready. Bring in better customers. They will not ask for refunds. Uh, another part that I f- should have put here uh, is being super transparent about what the program is, what the thing is. So the only time I've had it happen twice, actually, so I shouldn't say the only time, the only two times that I've had it happen for my intensive, uh, I had after the first call in, the, in these both instances, the person, the people rather reached out and they were like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Would it be possible for me to get a refund or at least a partial refund? And I already knew what they meant uh, because with the intensive, uh, it's not just about like the didactics of like, here's how you make a post. Here's how we go over that. But I want people to know who their avatar is. I want them to know what their values are. I want them to know what drives them, what their why is. And so we start off with these, you know, more like this kind of 30,000 foot view approach. And people after that first call can be like, but wait. So I do talk about that on the sales page. But if you haven't read it, uh, you're really expecting like the nitty gritty of Instagram. I, I, I could see after I had that, that second person, I was like, oh, I could see how they might think this. And so I made it a point to discuss first thing that first of all I made sure it was in the the sales page but then on that first call that I have I made a point to be like hey this is what we're going to go through I know that you may think wait this is what everything's going to be like stick it out trust the process for the full six weeks so I haven't had that happen again but with both of those people I actually offered them the full refund I said absolutely I'm not here to force you to do anything you don't want to do gonna give you the refund and I'm going to ask that you stay in the program for the full six weeks. Take it anyway. If at the end you learn something and you want to pay for it, cool. If you don't, that's up to you. I was like, I know that it made you, you kind of came in thinking you were going to learn this thing. And I promise you that you will. I've taken over 300 people through this. There is a method to my madness. I do need you to trust the process. But I also have full, you know, communication with you. I want you to ask the questions if you feel like we're not, you know, going in the direction that you thought we were going to go in. All right. So I just want you to stay in this. Come to the next five weeks. If at the end you thought it was worth it and you learned stuff and you want to pay, cool. If you're like, nope, you wasted my fucking time. Well, you have your money back already. Both people paid me. Both of them. And if you're listening to this, you're one of those two people. How are you doing? There was... It was great to have both of you in there, and it was a great learning experience for me. So in that vein, be transparent about what you're delivering, okay? So this way people know up front what it's going to be. Make sure that you, if you start to get questions like that, if you if you do get inquiries or you do get uh, messages from people that are like, this is not what I thought it was going to be, make sure that you're outlining this. At the end of the day, yes, people will still see what they want to see if they really want to see what 
what they want to see. But do your best. If you're getting these questions and you're getting people that are confused, make sure that you put it in the FAQ. Make sure that you put it on the sales page. Make sure you just that you discuss this during the the intake. Uh, that you discuss this on the first call. That you discuss this, this. That you discuss this on the discovery call or the sales call, so that people know what they are getting into, and there's no surprises. And then, circling back to what we started, give people a refund. All right. So there you have it. There's my feeling expertise, if you will, on refunds and refund policies, right? Number one, just give the refund. Number two, have a refund policy in place. Do whatever you got to do to get that refund policy. Talk to a lawyer, work with a lawyer. Uh, use one of those online sites. Remember, pay gates like Stripe, Square, they make it very easy to give refunds, but make sure that you have your financial house in order so that you can easily give that refund. Right? Very simple. In order to have you know decreased likelihood of people asking for a refund, I personally do not have money back guarantees on the sales page. That is your choice. Number two, make sure you over deliver on that shit. I already know you're going to do it, so we can go to the next point, uh, which is, I just added in there, make sure that you are transparent about what's being delivered. Learn from the questions that people are asking. All right, and then let's bring it again full circle. Give the refund. Your time is just, it's more valuable than, you know, arguing over $40. You will also remember that person. And there's nothing wrong with it. If, you, if you've had a bad interaction with them and you don't want to sell to them in the future, that is your prerogative. You can absolutely use these pay gates again. It's a great time to be alive. If you need it, you can use these pay gates to stop people from buying things in the future if you think they're going to be a hassle. Um, I have spoken to other people and other coaches in, in the field where they have had to do this because every now and then you just get that one person, right, uh, where they buy things and they just kind of go back and forth with things. You can actually prevent people from buying uh, the things if, if it does come to that. Uh, but yes, you will remember the people that give you a, a hard time. Last thing that I want to say about that, say about this is that if you, if any, you know, thing that I'm saying here is different than what you've heard, awesome. At the end of the day, go with what feels best for you. Um, and, and as I was, as I was sitting, thinking about this episode, kind of writing it out, I'm reminded of the fact that like, I'm here to change the game. I'm not here to just do what everyone else is doing. I think about Ramit because I know he has a money back guarantee on his sales pages and I don't find it gimmicky. I don't find it like gross salesman, but I don't want to attract a demographic that I don't feel is ready. I really feel that we as sellers, we as the people that are delivering the service and the product, we can do so much more to bring in a better clientele. So you don't have to deal with that shit. Yes, you know, I guess in some cases you can talk about pricing psychology and, you know, maybe you charge more for this thing and that brings in a certain type of person. For sure. I don't love to put that at the top of the list, uh, but I do want to gen- I do want to open up the discussion and make sure people are thinking about how do I bring in a better clientele? And when I say better, that doesn't mean that they're going to, you know, they have a lot of money and they're just going to spend the money. Like, that's cool. But a better clientele in that, they're gonna. They're not gonna ask for that refund. That they know what they're getting into. They're ready. They're gonna. They're, they've already bought into your message. They want to do the thing, and they want to go and share your message with other people. They want to get the results, so they know that you can help them, and they're ready to go. And they want to go and share that message with other people. Right? I want you to get those better clients. All right. I'm looking at the board. I'm looking at the time. I think that is 
it. If you have any questions, you know where to find me on the Instagrams. Shoot me a text. If you have any requests, I am always interested in what you want to learn. Typically, I get my inspiration for these episodes just from conversations I've had. Like I said, this one came from a conversation that I had. So shoot me a DM if you have a specific question that you would like me to answer or topic you want to hear me riff on in in one of these shorties. Um, I would love to hear from you. All right, I think I think that's it for today's episode. As always, endlessly appreciative for each and every one of you. Uh, I will actually as well, I'm looking at the calendar. I'm going to open up doors fairly soon-ish for round nine of my intensive. And I was just talking about that. Uh, so if you want to get on the wait list, Courtney, if you could drop that link in the show notes, that would be amazing. If you want to get on the wait list for that, that would be Awesome. I'm going to start round nine on September 14th. I did pick a date. Uh, the doors always go open first to the folks on the wait list. So get on the wait list if you want to make sure that you don't miss out. If you want to make sure, uh, because sometimes I don't announce it as much on Instagram and then people are like, I'm ready to join. And I'm like, but we started three weeks ago. Uh, so if you want to make sure you don't miss out on the information, get on the wait list. All right. That is all. I officially have to say, as always, endlessly appreciative that you choose to listen to me. You folks truly are the best. Until next time, friends, maestro.